Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. I am excited today to share with you all another ghost story from one of our listeners. And if anybody has a ghost story they would like to share, please feel free to reach out to me at dramyrobbins at gmail.com. Also, head over to my uh, website, dramyrobbins.com, and sign up for my newsletter. I have some exciting stuff coming up, some exciting opportunities that I'm working on, and I don't want anybody to miss it. So if you can head on over there, sign up you will get information from me in your inbox. I do not spam, so don't worry. Okay, and here is today's ghost story by Emily. My mother passed away when I was nine. It will be 30 years next month. She had a long, courageous battle with breast cancer. At the time, I did not understand the concept of death. And the best way I can describe it is I felt like I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, for her to come down from heaven and tell me she was okay, but gone from this world. It took me a few years to understand the finality of her life on earth. And once it hit me around the age of 12, death seemed like a deep, dark, endless place. I remember talking to her when I was alone and begging her to give me a sign, something I couldn't miss. Now I know that she was there all along and probably tried to reach me, but I appreciate now that she didn't because it might have scared my nine-year-old self. When I started to understand death at age 12, I was angry. I was angry that she was taken from me, and so I started to act out. In my heart, though, I felt that a bond that strong would not have been created and then severed, and I began to believe that our time was not up. I have always believed in God and heaven, but only with 99% certainty of the afterlife, until I came across Laura Lynn Jackson's message about signs and the other side about three years ago, which my dear friend, who also lost her mother to breast cancer, shared with me. This is when my spiritual journey began. Before my cousin Haynes's wedding ceremony, I met with one of the church guests of the groom's family, unceremoniously at the restroom in the basement of the church. The church is where I was raised, christened, confirmed, married, and where my mom is buried, along with several other family members. It is what I refer to as our family church. There was no one else in the church basement besides family and wedding party. And after arriving, this guest went to look for the restroom. She found the groom's mother who showed her to the restroom and I was sitting in the hallway outside of it. The groom's mother quickly introduced her dear longtime friend of theirs. She said, this is Minna. My mom's name was Minna. My jaw dropped because it is not a common name, to say the least. I was very excited and told her immediately that my mom's name, along with a handful of other family members that have passed on, were also named Minna. My oldest daughter is named after my mother, too. Before long, we realized in our excitement over the name Minna that I had not introduced myself. I said, my name is Emily. She said excitedly, 
My daughter's name is Emily. My family had many minnas, but I have only met one other minna outside the family. I have never heard of another minna-Emily mother-daughter duo, and I would chance it to say there isn't a third. The location of our meeting at our family church was extremely significant in this encounter. I believed my mom worked hard to orchestrate our meeting at a place that is significant to me on a day of celebration and great importance to our family. I spoke to a medium. I've read as much as I could about signs and the other side. I discovered this podcast and surrounded myself with a small tribe of women who are also believers. We share messages of connection, light, and positivity on a regular basis. Now that my eyes are open to the other side, I receive messages all the time. Just the other day, I was driving in my hometown of Greensboro, North Carolina, and there was a very slow-going moped in front of me. I had to slow down right behind it and found myself feeling irritated at the slow pace of the driver in front of me until I saw the license plate. I gasped because the license plate was M-A-B-5 plus some other numbers, and the five looked exactly like an S. Mabs was my mom's nickname and what everyone called her. I feel closer to her in my hometown, and she certainly sends me more signs there. It is the same place where I met Minna at my hometown family church. I would also be remiss not to mention that so much of my healing, understanding, and ultimately acceptance of my mom's death can be attributed to my dear father, who spent many teary nights in his own grief, helping me come to grips with the huge loss in both our lives. He is open-minded, kind, and was willing to explore my feelings around the loss. And for that, I am forever grateful. Signs are real. Make sure you believe them. Thank you so much, Emily, for sharing your story with us today. And again, if anybody has their own ghost story they wish to share, I try to feature about one, maybe two a month. So please reach out to me, email me, DM me, and thanks for listening today. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.